Hello, and welcome to the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. I am Sarah Noble, a certified shamanic energy medicine practitioner, somatic embodiment coach, Akashic Record reader, spiritual mentor, and teacher of energy management and meditation. This podcast is born from my passion to help you reconnect with your heart and intuition. In each episode, you'll hear me channel guided spiritual information for a guest around a specific question or decision in their life. Afterwards, I break down the call so you can better understand how to connect with your own intuitive gifts, your spirit guides, and soul family. I will also give you practical exercises and tools that you can use to deepen your understanding of how to use this in your day-to-day life. Now, without further ado, let's get on to our caller. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Wow, I have a great episode today. We go deep into magical talking and thinking and energetic realms, and I really love this call with April. We... Our conversation leads for teachings around the elements and how they are working to create magic for us. Our ancestral wounding and our karmic loops connected to our past lives and our lineage. How our DNA and our cellular memory can be upgraded and changed through energy medicine work. How we create our reality view how we create our reality based on what we project onto the world and what we believe about how life works, and then being seen and how love and belonging are so important on our human journey and for connecting with our intuition. And before we dive into our call, we are We just wrapped up our soul awakening around expanding your soul and deepening your intuition. And it was a really beautiful time. We had over a hundred women join our circle. And the magic and energy that came forward to create this awakening is also coming through to be part of my work. And I have a few one-on-one spots available in my new program called Embrace Your Magic. And it's designed to really get you in touch with your magic, with your intuition, with what's keeping you stuck from really living into your dreams. We have lots of amazing practices, shamanic journeying, meditation, deep one-on-one work with me, And it just feels so wonderful and as exciting as this energy is coming forward and is alive and is coming through me for you. So if this makes your toes tingle hearing about this as it does mine, I would love to get on a call with you. There's a link in the show notes to fill out an application and I would love to hear from you. And now let's get on with our call. Hi, April. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi. Yeah. So my question is um, about what do I need to know to fully step into the life that I'm meant to be living and also become financially abundant? So you're showing me it's like a tanker barge. And it's half submerged underwater. 
So there's part of it sticking up out of the water and then the other half of it is uh, underwater. It's kind of at an angle and it's, it's the sense of there's more beneath the surface than you're willing to look at. Like the part that it's the sick, the ship isn't sinking. It's like stuck in mud almost is what it, it looks like. So the bottom part that's underwater is stuck in the mud and it just can't get out of the mud. And the part that's up out of the water is like, come on, come on, let's go. Like, what, what are you doing back there? <laughs> and so there's the sense is that something is kind of sticky. It's in the mud. It's underwater, which water is a healing element, right? It brings in that idea that there's something that needs to be healed. And the mud being, it's like a wet, sticky, kind of that goopy mud that suctions things in. And so something that inside of you needs to be healed. And so when I offer that image to you, what comes forward for you? Well, at first it sounded kind of shocking, but it feels kind of how I feel. Like I'm, I'm trying to move forward and yet there is this piece that needs healing before I can move forward. And I feel like I'm working on that, but like how much more, how much more do I need to do before I can move forward? Let's explore that a little bit. Okay. So when you say you know, you're, you're working at it, you're looking at it, like what sorts of uh, things are you doing? All kinds of healing work and reflection and all of the, the things that I could be doing on my own journaling and meditating and that kind of stuff, but, but also EFT and, and just other therapies, I guess you could say. Are they, is anything dealing with the energetics? Of like your ancestral lineage? Yes. Okay. Have you dived deep into that area yet? I've been in and out of it for several years. So it feels like there's a lot there. Um, and so I'm always finding like new elements of it that come up for healing. I guess my question is, there's this idea, right, of the mental construct of healing where we're, we're doing that uh, just sort of reprogramming of our brain and we're journaling, we're meditating, we're clearing things out of our, our field for this life. And then there's the karmic loops, there's the ancestral cords and attachments, the things that we bring through from our lineage to heal for our family in this lifetime. And so I'm getting the sense that for you, it's, it's much more of an energetic nature. It's not so much about processing it on a mental level, but it's more just like really getting into like working with an energy medicine doctor and removing the patterns and the stories at the level of the blueprint, the level of your cellular data mm. and your DNA. So has that been part of your healing? Not so much, but that feels right. Yeah, like you've, it's almost like you've exhausted the, this lifetime sort of uh, modalities. 
And so what's keeping you stuck is more about what you came here karmically to clear. And it's, it's not to do with like um, going through your childhood, uh, looking at the wounding, like you, you've done that. This mm-hmm. now gets into your, like the DNA structure and the, the cellular memory that you're carrying through your family line. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And it, it feels true. Um, and it feels like there are things that come up in my life to bring attention and awareness to that. But it, it does feel true that like, there's only so much I can do. Yeah. Yeah. And you've, you've done, it's, it's beyond what traditional sort of um, psychotherapy type uh, situations or modalities can heal. Like you've, you've done that and you've cleared all that, which is what allows the space for the other stuff to be seen. So when I check in on you energetically, like your system, your chakras, there's uh, cording around your second chakra and uh, connections through your lineage related to your sexuality, your creativity, the uh, sort of way that you are allowed to show up in the world being just who you are. That's coming through your family line. Like that's not really connected to who you are right now in this body. And so if you're moving into this space, right, of being more creative in your life, you are opening up to new possibilities. You're on the front part of this barge that's like, in it, it's kind of interesting, right? Like it's pointing up <laughs> um, it's, and it's like ready to, to go. And yet there's this sort of more ancestral stuff that is just not allowing the two to, to come together. And that, like you said, that sacral chakra is a lot about being a creative force in the world. You're um, being a woman in the world, being able to be free in the world in your creative endeavors and what you're looking to do. So what's coming up for you? I guess that I need to find somebody to help me with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And does some of that resonate? Like, do you see that play out in your life or is there a reflection on that or? I think that's one that I'll have to sit with a little bit because I don't feel like it is stopping me from being creative. I feel like there's more of a, it's almost like a, a resistance. I, I don't want to say fear because it doesn't feel like fear. It feels like a resistance of, uh, to being fully seen. Yeah. And so, you know, if we, with your, your original question of like, what's stopping you from stepping fully into the life that you are wanting, um, we create our reality, everything about our life, we are creating with our thoughts, with our actions, with our words. And so there's part of you that is, yes, being allowed or not really allowed, but is, is bringing forward creation. Yet the part of you that believes what is possible for you to create for your life is being held back. 
And so visibility, of course, can be tied into that. Um, you know, that's a big one for humanity is really, really being seen mm-hmm. um, because it uh, really taps into our love and belonging. Like if people really see me, will I really be loved and belong? So that sacral energy is about you having the, the bandwidth and the capacity to really create life at the level that you can see and feel and taste. And yet somehow you're, you're not able to actually create that. You're doing a heck of a job with what you are <laughs> creating, right? Like, oh my goodness. And then there's just this like thing that's keeping you stuck in the mud. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of feels like that one foot on the gas, one foot on the brake kind of scenario. Yeah. So oftentimes when it comes to lineage and karmic patterns or loops, there can be a correlation between the age of our children and like the children that you have and when you were a child or when your mother was a child. Like we get stuck in these loops and they, they tend to play out through time in, in sequences. Mm-hmm. So if there's a connection for you, that might be a place to explore. Like, okay, when, um, you know, when I was the age that my child is, what was happening in my life? Yeah, definitely. There was a lot of um, feeling unseen, feeling feeling like my truth was being denied. And, and the way those loops work is that, that you're coming back around and being given the opportunity to, to change the destiny that has been put in place for you by your family lineage. So how, how do you do that? You, you clear the karmic loops, like in the shamanic practices, we clear, we clear out the loops and we, you know, you'll be disconnected from uh, your ancestral, the cords, the anything that's keeping you stuck, the past wounding, the things like that. But we do it on the energetic blueprint level. And then you install a new destiny for what you want to create. And it, it might sound a little far-fetched or like, wow, what is that? But it's it's magic. And so as with all magic, it happens quite easily when you call it into your awareness. And so I, my recommendation or offering invitation would be to just start having a prayer, like, show me, show me who's the person that um, is going to help me with this next step of the journey. And they will appear in your life because that's how I know magic to work. Mm -hmm. Where would you like to go from here? I don't know. This has given me a lot to think about. <laughs> um, what what seemed like a a question that I, I didn't expect it to take me here. I guess I should say that. Yeah, that's the thing about when we have done big work, like you know, it sounds like you have that you get presented with the next level. It's time to up level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you arrive in conversations like this that are quite surprising. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, like you said, 
when when we started talking about it, you're like, but it feels right. Like, because yeah. your soul knows that it's time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my mind is kind of trying to put together pieces. <laughs> um, but yeah, my my body is saying, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And in the mind, a lot of times this can't really be comprehended by the mind. Like once we start recognizing, like we clear the part of our, our um, psyche that has been blocking us from the up-leveling and the higher awareness. And then once we've done that, then there's this opening that now we can understand and really feel what what that next step is or or what the kind of more sort of out there is a I don't I don't know I'm at a loss for words I apologize <laughs> but like that that next level of what happens I know for myself when I had first heard about like quantum leaps and creating your own reality and some of these bigger more sort of esoteric concepts I had a really hard time like even wrapping my head around it because it's not meant to be understood by the mind mm -hmm. but the body knows and the heart knows and that sounds like that's really where you're tapping into so that's beautiful yeah yeah it I'm kind of at a loss of words let me see if there's anything else for you okay okay so the image I get for you is of a water slide, like at, you know, Six Flags or whatever, where you're, <laughs> there's like the tunnel and the big water slide. And so the idea that this can be really fun. The hard work is the mental work, is really clearing through those patterns and doing that deep digging. And then when you step into this world, this is when it becomes really fun. So that mm -hmm. same element of water, right, from the beginning with the mm -hmm. healing, but this time you're riding like the giant waterfall or water slide, it's, you know, having a really fun time because you're, you're in the level now where it gets really cool and, and fun. Mm -hmm. The healing takes on a different quality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you, um, when you described that, like coming through, and then dropping down the waterfall, it was like that feeling of emerging. And that really felt expansive. In the shamanic tradition, we follow a medicine wheel. And we start in the south, which is the clearing of the physical. Um, and then we move into the west, the mental, emotional, and the fear of death. And, and then we, we move into the north. And the north is where you move out of that space of... Um, of like something's wrong, right? Like I need to fix something. There's something wrong. I have all these things wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And we clear all that out. We clear the past. And then you move into the North, which is hummingbird, which is about the epic journey, which is about, um, you know, the, the sacred flight of being in your dreams and going for what you want with the idea that everything is to my advantage. Like none of those old stories that I carried have any, they don't belong here in the North with me. I've mined all the gold from the stories and now I'm using that gold to create the life that I want in the North. 
And then we move into the East, which is about Eagle, which is the, we're not separate from spirit, always the higher, um, higher perception or perspective. And so you're, you're kind of, you know, you're turning. And so you, you kind of move into the place where it's a lot more fun. You say that the North was called hummingbird. Hummingbird is the archetypal energy of the North. Yes. That's very fascinating. Mm. And tell started, me a more about that. I started um, feeding the hummingbirds in the last two weeks. Like having this deep need to feed them <laughs> in the winter here. Um, and I have all these hummingbirds at my house. But here's <laughs> the thing. One of them ended up on my doorstep. Hmm. So what does that mean? Ended up on your doorstep. Like when a hummingbird dies on your doorstep. Let me feel into that. I I don't off the top of my head know the significance of that. So let me just read that for you. That it's okay to die, to be reborn again. Right? Life is not, life doesn't end. We believe that it is, it does because we're separate. We're in that myth of separateness. And yet the cycle of life, the wheel is always turning. The wheel is always supporting us. Everything we do is in a cycle. And um, so Hummingbird is showing you that she's not even afraid to die for the next evolution because she knows that she will be reborn and that nothing is separate and nothing changes unless we're willing to die. Some part of us is willing to die. Yeah. That makes me cry. <laughs> Yeah, it's a beautiful gift that she's giving you. That you're ready to receive. <sighs> and crying in itself is energy in motion, right? Like you just right now allowed something inside you to die and shift and move. Like it's that simple. It's a good reminder. Yeah, it doesn't have to be hard. It's what we tell ourselves about what's happening that makes it hard. True. Very true. And that phrase, you know, again, that everything is to my advantage. Even the things I don't like, they're to my advantage. They're for me. I believe that. I can feel like your heart transforming in a way like, it's shifting and it's changing and it's going through a process right now. Like an energetic shift for you. There's been a lot of heart work in the last six or seven years. <laughs> in my experience, that's what it takes because as a planet, we are being called more into our hearts. The rising of the divine feminine that's coming in is all about being in our hearts and so the heart is a portal to our connection to each other, to the divine, to our intuition. It's all coming through the heart. And so we're being called to do really deep heart work in order to be open to receive everything that's coming. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm ready for the water slide now. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Does this feel like an okay place to land? It does. It does. Thank you. Mm, thank you. 
Thank you, April, for this beautiful, vulnerable call and your willingness to go really into the magic of life with me. From this conversation, the things that I would love to bring forward are our connection to the elements and water, fire, earth, and air are the four main elementals that I love to work with in my magical practice, and they each bring a different quality of magic to the earth. And so water, as was evident in our call, has a very healing quality. It brings about emotional uh, releases and soothes and nurtures and brings the magic of emotional healing. And fire, which is one of my favorites, is very feisty and fiery and uh, transformative. When things burn, they have the ability to be born anew. Like the phoenix, when it reaches the end of its life, it bursts into flames and then a newborn baby is birthed in the ashes and the phoenix begins its life again. We can use this same transformative power in our own lives when something is ready to die. We can use fire to burn it and move it, move the energy and transform whatever it is that we are working with. Earth, Mother Earth is so nurturing and so loving and supportive and the property of her is grounding and connectedness deep, deep into our roots, into our ancestors, into all that has come before us, and to really use her magic to transmute as she pulls from us and from life everything that isn't working anymore and transmutes it through her body um, to create magic, to create newness, to have sprouts pop up out of the earth of our life for us. And then air, our connection to spirit, our connection to the life itself. We breathe in air magically without even thinking about it. This beautiful life force that is all around us, this connection to spirit and to the magic that being in a relationship with ourselves and with spirit can bring that the first thing we do when we are born is inhale and the last thing we do as we leave is to exhale and this prana that flows through us throughout our life that we can connect to that we can use to come back to our body to our center this powerful healing quality of our breath I invite you to really connect in with the elements and see how are they working their magic in your life and how can you use them as you're deepening your connection with yourself and your intuition. A wonderful topic that came through in this call and one that's dear to my heart is moving into the realms of our energetic field. So whereby we've cleared out a lot of the mental stories and patterns that are associated with our humanness. And then we take it to the energetics. We take it to the magic and the mystery. And we bring in these ancient uh, arts of working with our energetic field to clear out karmic loops, things that we have brought here on our journey as a soul in this lifetime to clear for our family and to clear from our lineage. 
And this came up for April as she has reached this point in her journey where it's it's time to take it to the next level. And for me in my own life, this is what really moved the needle was when I took it beyond what I could understand. When I began to dive into the mystery of the shamanic traditions and through a series of very random and beautiful events, I ended up in the office of a shaman that became my mentor and my life changed. It awoke something in me. It, it began to heal in a way that I didn't realize was possible. And really fast forwarded my journey into being a spiritual being, being deeply connected with, to my intuition and understanding more about this world that we can't see, this sort of idea we have that it's beyond the veil. And in reality, there really is no veil because everything is connected. Everything is here. Everything is now. And really allowing this level of healing to transform us. When we're working in this energetic realm, we also have the ability to affect our human body at the level of the DNA and the cellular structure. And when I first heard this, I could not wrap my mind around the concept. It really did not make sense. And then as I ventured down the path further and I allowed the process to change me and I allowed myself to open up to what is possible, I could see it happening in my life where my cells started remembering a different narrative, where they started shifting and changing in ways that moved old trauma and old patterns that had been part of me for as long as I can remember, all the way back to when I was in the womb. So this idea of healing really at the blueprint level of our soul and our energetic system really brings our healing to the next level. And speaking of next level, <laughs> one of the things I wanted to talk about was creating our own reality. And I know I've talked about this before, and it is something that I'm so passionate about. And that's because I've seen it work so dramatically in my own life as my belief structures changed and I chipped away at the old stories and the old ways that I viewed the world and really realizing that what I project onto the world is the way that the world appears to me. It has nothing to do with what is really happening in the world. Stuff is just happening and it's the meaning that I give it that creates the world that I live in. So if I start my day with the declaration that today is going to be the best day of my life and everything is to my advantage, my day goes pretty much like that because that's what I create. That's what I believe. That's what I show up for. Whereas if I get out of bed and I'm tired and I'm already thinking about all the things I have to do and my responsibilities and, oh gosh, this and that, well, that's the kind of day I'm creating for myself. And I'd much rather be in the energy of everything and anything is possible. And I'm going to set out to create that for myself. And it's the lens that we choose to view our situations through that makes our life. 
So I'm super passionate about having a practice, having a morning practice that really sets your day off, where you're meditating, you're connecting with spirit, you're really divinely creating and guiding your day for what you want. And lastly, I wanted to touch on the idea of really being seen and our love and belonging. It's such an integral part of who we are as human beings to believe that we are loved and that we belong. And when that basic need goes unmet, life feels chaotic. Life feels hard. We feel alone. We feel disconnected. And the way we begin to heal that and weave a better future for ourselves, a better relationship with ourselves, is to really turn inward and to really love ourselves and give that belonging to ourselves first. And then we can create that on the outside as well. And allowing ourselves to be seen, truly seen, in our vulnerability, with our tears, in our anger, in our upsetness, in all the ways that we try to hide because we think that people won't love us if we fully show up as ourselves and are truly seen in this way, that people might not love us. But the opposite is true. If we show up authentically exactly the way we are, It creates a bond. It creates a connection that is deep and true. And our friendships, our relationships, and everything in our life is allowed to love us back. So my encouragement to you is to love yourself wildly. Let yourself be exactly who you are. Don't sugarcoat your emotions. Don't try to be perfect. Don't spend time wasting thoughts on the past and the future. Be with yourself now in love and gratitude and create the life that you came here to live. I love you. Namaste. Thanks so much for tuning in today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could please leave a five-star review as it helps the show to grow and assists me on my mission of having intuition be a part of everybody's life. For more information on reconnecting with your heart and intuition, head on over to my website, www.themoderndayintuitive.com, where you can listen to free meditations, sign up to be a guest on the podcast, learn how you can work with me in person, find links to my social media platforms, and much more. And a big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition.